Your shout is sick of COVID-19. Add a magnanimous, triumphant, victorious shout to the club. Wow. You can have your seat in heavenly places. AGCM. Keeping the main thing. Reaching the unreached. Wow. It's a privilege. It's an honor to join you. To fellowship in the house of the Lord. Amen. Yes, and I want us to put our hands together for the president. Yes. And also Glenda, the secretary. Yeah. And uh, is the vice glorious head here? Vice glorious lady said she's here. The president. Okay. Okay. So let's put our hands together for her too. And also the chief usherites. Yes. And I have one brother here. It's, it's George Sapon here. Sapon, the machine's head. Okay, let's put our hands together for him. All right. So um, as I said, it's a privilege and it's an honor to join you to fellowship in the house of the Lord. And uh, within some few moments before we, we, we go deep, before we launch into the deep, I would want us to be on our feet. And just speak in the language. Speak in tongues. Edify yourself. Edify yourself. He who speaks in an unknown tongue edifies himself. Beloved, building up your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. This is the only language that the Lord has given to us. It is the only language that our Father into us. Once you pick in it, personalize the language you are speaking in. Attach your hearts, your soul, your mind to the language that you are speaking in. I go into your lecture halls. You sit down to prepare before lecture hall. How much more the house of Lord? It is the word of the Lord coming to us. And I would want you to prepare yourself. Prepare your minds. Prepare your minds. Asata kate kabari kati kalima hatai. Ika pantalini mikapa. Pash. Kata tamakate, 
e pa ten ten make pili wa khataya e pa da da ba da da ba de e pa li kidini mi kapaya asha pa pa ta 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 pa i telling the lord that you need an encounter you need an encounter that even as the word of the lord is coming to you even as the word of the lord is coming to you that you will receive light you will receive light he says with him is the fountain of life and in his light in his light we see light it's light we see light in the light of the lord in the presence of the lord you are able to encounter light you are able to encounter something that is that is capable that has the power to end any age long captivity that you are in that is able to set you free from all entanglements it is only in the house of the lord it is only in his presence have you not heard is it not written in your bibles that in his presence there is fullness of joy and at his right hand pleasures ever and even as you speak in tongues you are keen into this pleasures at his right hand today we are going to treat a very sensitive topic a topic that is that is very important to kingdom advance and i want you to position yourself get up your lowest get up your lowest get up your lowest asikata kantini mikapaya shapa papa papa palamba yeshua amashia lion of judah Come on, enjoy the sweet communion, the sweet fellowship, which comes with the Holy Ghost. Yeshua. Lion of Judah, Yeshua, Lion of Judah, He is the lion of the tribe of Judah, and we are privileged to be sons and daughters of that same tribe. Yeshua, Lion of Judah, Yeshua, Yeshua. Lion of Judah, I will 
are the center of it all. It's you that I see. You are singing as if you don't believe in the song. You are singing. At the center of it all. Move beyond the lyrics in the song and sing it with understanding, sing it with conviction. It is because it is out of the conviction that you will walk in the light of the lyrics that you are, you are bringing forth. It is out of your conviction and your faith that you will be able to test the power of the Lord, that you will be able to test the goodness. And there is power. Hey, miracles open mm, as we lift our voice. As you are singing, you are making the devil jealous. You are, you, are, you, are, you are making him jealous. You are making him jealous because you are professing the faith. You are professing your faith. You are confessing your love for God. So you are making him jealous. You are making him jealous. You are, you are serving. You are behaving as a threat to his kingdom. Hey, from my heart. To the Jesus be the center. It's all about you. Yes, it's all from my heart, from my heart to the Jesus be the center. It's all about. It's all about Jesus are the center of your church. Jesus are the center of your church. From beginning to the end, it's always been. It's always been you, Jesus. Jesus, nothing else matters. Hey. Sing it unto him. Sing it unto him. 
Sing it unto him. Join the thousands and thousands of angels gathered in joyful assembly and sing it unto him. This is Zion you have come to. This city of the living God you have appeared before thousands and thousands of angels in joyful assembly. You have come to the church of the firstborn. You have come to Christ, the mediator of the new covenant. You have come to the sprinkling blood which speaks of your power. Father, that as your word is coming to your people, I pray, I pray, I pray, I pray that you will use me as a conduit to communicate life to your people. I pray, Lord, I pray, I pray that you will touch my tongue. You will touch my tongue with coals of fire, Lord. As your word is coming to us, Lord, I pray, I pray that it will be to us. Ah, it will be fire shut up in our bones. Father, I pray that as your word is coming to us, let it be light. As your word is coming to us, let it be illumination. As your word cometh to us, Lord, may we be empowered. May we be empowered to be relevant in our generation and even the generations to come. Ashikata kadini mikapaya. You guide me in all things. You guide me in all things. Holy Spirit. I want you to take this gathering so so spiritual. You have because life is very spiritual. You have and then out of what you will encounter out of this place, you go out there and shine forth. You go out there and lighten up your world. You lighten up your host house. You lighten up your your It is what you encounter in this place. That brings a change, a transformation in your life. And the Bible said the other time that Jacob encountered the Lord. And there was a transformation. There was a change, a shift in his life. And a name was given to him. A name, a name was given to him. A name that generations came. To As I was waiting on the Lord, the Lord spake unto me. The Lord said unto me, the Lord, 
revealed unto me. And he says, for someone here, your frustration is how to study and comprehend what you study. So it comes to that point that you even want to commit suicide. You even want to yourself and commit suicide because when you sit by your books you are not able to understand what you study and family is putting pressure on you family is putting pressure upon you looking at your GPA so because of that your mind is full of suicidal thoughts but out of the presence of the Lord out of this country Deliverance will come. He says, Upon Mount Zion there shall be deliverance, and the house of Jacob shall possess their possession. And to another person, to another person, to another person, there is commotion in the family. There is commotion in the family. But as I was waiting on the Lord, I saw the outstretched arm of the Lord made manifest in the house, made manifest in the family settling issues settling whatsoever that is going on in the family actually it is between your mom and your dad and they are about filing a divorce but this is the message of the Lord to you this is the message of the Lord to you that be of good cheer be of good cheer because he has overcome because he has overcome be of good cheer because because he has settled the issue going on in the family Precious Holy Spirit, I thank you. I thank you so much for this opportunity to speak to your people. I thank you so much for this opportunity. I don't take it for granted and I pray that when it's all said and done, your name will be glorified, that you will be uplifted and throned in the hearts of men. And not only in the hearts of men, but also in the minds of men. That there will be a renewing of our mindsets concerning relevance as we go out there. That there will be a renewing of our mindset that our funny philosophies and ideologies will be eroded by light as we leave this place. In the name of Jesus, we pray with thanksgiving. Amen. You can have your seat. AGCM, keeping the main thing. And there is this thing that I also want to share before I, I, I start with a message. Uh, at this dawn, actually, that I had some series of dreams. And the last dream that I had, I saw myself. That's the second time that I have been privileged to see myself in the city. I mean, in heaven. And I saw myself in the city. And looking at the engineer, engineering, like, in that city, uh, it was so, so beautiful. It's, it's not what we see here, and it's not what we see in Dubai, and when you go to the States. Actually, it was so, so beautiful that I can't even describe it to you. And this is what the Lord is telling me, that everything is ready. Everything is ready, and he's about coming. He's about coming, and if you are here, and you are still wading in sin, you are still wallowing in sin, that this is a message to you, that it is time for you to come up here, come up here, come up here from that addiction, come up here from that sin, because the time is near. The time for his coming is near. 
a time for his coming is here. And if you are here and there is lukewarmness in your life, you are living that lethargic life. So you come to church and you are vibrant, you are full of zeal. You come to church and you roll on the ground and worship Christ. But when you go to your lecture hall and you do otherwise, if you are here, you are here and you are like that, then take heed of yourself and change from that. Hallelujah. Because Jesus is coming soon. Amen. If you are happy, give a shout unto God. Even the shout of the trotro mates and the drivers is, 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 is powerful than yours. Give a mighty shout unto God. You see, it is only the shout of the mates at Spana and uh, Oponglo and Medina. It's only their shout that which does not amount to anything. You see, so they can shout from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. And it doesn't amount to anything. But when you come to the house of the Lord, hmm, the shouts of the children of Zion, it amounts to a lot of things. It amounts to a lot of things. You see, in this kingdom, if you are waiting to understand certain secrets, certain mysteries in the kingdom before you participate in it or before you partake in it, you will die without, without, without you you will die without you not seeing the hand of the Lord or the finger of the Lord in your life. Imagine Joshua asking questions. Ah, that how can this be? You are telling me that we should go around about a wall. Not any wall, but the wall of Jericho. Seven times on the seventh day, we go around it seven times. How can this be? How can this be at the blast of a trumpet or at the shout of the people? But Joshua took it as it came to him. And he followed it wholeheartedly. And I believe it is in your Bible what happened after they shouted. The Bible said that all of a sudden the walls of Jericho came down. Came down. Came down. So in this kingdom, you don't have to understand certain things. You see, when you are seeing them doing it, you just jump into it. Like the pool of Bethsaida. Mm, we are waiting for you to understand why there is a staring up. No, you just pick your mattress and you jump into the pool. And you receive your healing. Hallelujah. Yes. So when you come to the house of the Lord, be very spiritual. Be very spiritual. Be very spiritual. Because you, are, you have like everything is at your disposal. You, if you position yourself well, you will be able to take everything that you want. Everything. That you want. Hallelujah. Yes, so today, I've been given a duty. A message to preach on. Which is titled, Relevance. Hallelujah. Relevance. Relevance. I believe we've been hearing this words. We've been hearing this word. Sorry. We've been hearing it countless of times. So, relevant here, relevant there, relevant here. So it has become a cliche, a, blom a bromide. We don't even recognize it again. But I am trusting the Lord to, to give me all trust. Actually, I'm not here to communicate synopsis or I'm not here to communicate what is written here. I'm here to communicate burdens because it is high time that the church will come to the light of that word 
their relevance. It's high time that the church will start walking in the word over there. It is high time that the church will become relevant. Else, we will lose our place in this cosmos. We will lose our place in the sphere of men. Now you look around and there are alternatives everywhere. So you go and you call a member that come, let us go to the house of the Lord and the member will tell you. The member will tell you that I have football match to watch. The member will tell you that I have game to play. The member will tell you that there is a birthday party somewhere and there will be drink up. So because of that, I won't be able to come to church. But gone were the days when Maria Woodward would, would, Eta, Ami Simple McFashion. Gone were the days when Sick Smith Wigglesworth. Gone were the days when Kenneth Hagan. Gone were the days when Alexander Dowey would call for a meeting. And, the, and according to historians, the, the place will be filled with people that they have to even go and hire tents to accommodate those who are about coming. Gone were the days. Gone were the days. And it was said concerning the generals that they will stipulate a meeting time at 6 o'clock. And before 6 a.m., 1 a.m., you will see people, 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 oh, you will see people. Like Medina Market, when you go to cycle, how you see people, you will see them trooping in before 6 a.m. Before 6 a.m. Before 6 a.m. But now what do we see in the church? What do we see in the church? We see that lethargic lifestyle in the church. What do we see in the church? We see we see people who just come to be entertained. We see people who because they are in an institution that is a tertiary institution and because their mind is full of books. So they come to church with that mindset that I am coming to be lectured. I am coming for a seminar, not a church. And you know what? It's not, it's not our fault. It's not our fault because we, we, we are not demonstrating. We are not showing results. If we were to be showing results, we wouldn't have come to church like that without my, with that mindset. But when we are going to church, we will be like David. says, and I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. So it is high time that the church will become relevant in our generation and even the generation to come else we will lose our place we will lose our place now mobile phone has taken over so in the church the person is on the phone and the person is whatsapping in the church the person is on the phone and the person is snapchatting and it's on twitter hallelujah in the church we are losing our relevance bit by bit and I, I thank the leadership of this organization. I thank the leadership so, so much for this topic. Because we have to come to the understanding of the church being relevant. Actually, relevance is God's pattern for every believer. Relevance is not for the superstar. Relevance is not for Shatawali. Relevance is not for the hip-hop artist somewhere. Relevance is not for... It's not for the, the, the Lewins and the Kendrick Lemars. Relevance is not for these people. Relevance is for the believer. It's for the child of God. 
is for the child of God. Hallelujah. When you go to Romans 8, what is in Romans 8? It says that creation, creation has been subjected to vanity. He didn't say that man has, man has been subjected to vanity. He says creation. So animate and inanimate thing have been subjected to vanity. And creation, this same creation is awaiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. That we will come and bring deliverance to them. We will come and liberate them. We will come and set them free. Look at what is going on. Look at what is going on. They call it Galamse. Look at what is going on. But, but, but let's, let's look at a, a nation. Let's project into the future and look at a nation having its leaders, having her leaders, her leaders who are God-fearing. Would it be seeing what we are seeing over there? I hope I'm communicating. I hope I'm communicating. Won't be seeing what is going on. Imagine a nation. Imagine parliamentarians who before they start the proceedings, they what? They commit the meeting into the hands of the Lord. They wouldn't be going around stealing ballot boxes. They wouldn't. They wouldn't. And all this can happen when the church will rise. When we rise, we rise and take our positions over there. Take our positions. Look at our, our uh, look at the Muslims. Mm, they intentionally go to school so that they will be intellectually sophisticated and they come and occupy go to the UK, everywhere they are there some hallelujah and we are here begging in the name of Jesus so you see a believer going into the presence of the Lord and instead of him to stand in the authority that has been given him as a son instead of him to stand in the under authority that is in the name of Jesus then you see the believer begging in the name of the Lord it's because we don't understand relevance. We don't understand relevance. So they toss us to and fro. We go seeking for a job and they will tell you that before I can give you a job, this is how much you have to pay. Before I can give you the job, you have to sleep with me before I give you the job. And we have no alternative because I'm free. I'm free. So I have to what? I have to succumb to the whims of the boss and pay the bribe. I sleep with the boss. Hallelujah. But this is not God's intention for us. No. It is not God's intention for us. If it, were, it, it, it was God's intention for us, he wouldn't have said that you are a holy nation, a peculiar people, people belonging to God, a royal priesthood, people who have been delivered, translated from darkness to declare the praises of the Lord. He wouldn't have said that. He wouldn't have said that. If it was to be the will of the Lord, he wouldn't have said that. Thanks be to God who has blessed us in all, with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. He wouldn't have said that. If it was the will of the Lord, he wouldn't have said that. Go ye into the world. Go ye into the world. And the world there is a young. Go into the systems. Uh, go into the systems and enthrone Christ over there. Enthrone Christ over there. Baptize them in the name of God the Father. God the Son and God the Holy Spirit. Invade the systems for God. For Christ. Go and enthrone Christ over there. 
So when we are looking at the gospel, the gospel has two faces. The gospel, one of the one face of the gospel is for you to enthrone Christ in the hearts of men. The other face is for you to enthrone Christ in the systems, in the cosmos. And that is where we are at fault. So we like evangelism. We call for evangelism and you see people coming because we are going to talk. We are going to tell. We are going to say something to someone. And if you are privileged, you leave the place having the title mama or papa. Because you are going to share review and a whole lot of stuff. We are doing well with that. But it is time for us to also look at the other side. Where we will invade the systems. We will invade the systems. Hallelujah. Look at the man Daniel. Just look at the man Daniel. According to some, some theologians, they said that he was relevant in three successive kingdoms. According to some two, they said he was relevant in five successive kingdoms. So this king will come, Daniel is relevant. Nebuchadnezzar will come, Daniel is relevant. Darius will come, Daniel is relevant. The son of Nebuchadnezzar will come, Daniel is relevant. The man was relevant all over. He was leaving the team for this evening. Look at the man Joseph. Look at the man Joseph. In whom was the spirit of the gods. And we have that spirit. In fact, the Bible says that these things talked about the Old Testament. They are types and shadows of the real thing. They are types and shadows. They are just examples. They are just a, a foretaste of the real thing, which is the new covenant. Yet, we always make reference to them. We always make reference to Elijah when it comes to prayer. The man was relevant in his days. So Elijah, a man with like passion, just as you and I, the man prayed, and the heavens were shut for three and a half years. That same man prayed again, and the heavens were open. And he said, according to my word. Can we stand and also say that according to my word, this and that and that should happen in the family? Can we say that? Can we say that? Hope I'm communicating. I hope I'm communicating. Look at the man Paul. Just look at the man Paul. The man Paul, a man, one man, uh, is able to form the doctrinal curriculum of the church. So any Bible-believing church believes in Romans, believes in the epistles. Any Bible-believing church, even when it comes to the selection of, of, of their pastors, and the, when it comes to that, they, they, they go to, into the pastoral Epistles, that's the Timothys and the Titus and the Philemons. They go there. One man, one man, he was relevant in his days. And not only in his days, but even now we make reference to Paul. We make reference to the Apostle Paul. And these things are not for them only, but they are also for us. In fact, we are in the last days. The last minute or seconds in the last days. And what was said in Joel 2 or Acts chapter 2, it says, In the last days, I will pour out my spirit. That is the word of the Lord. And script cannot be broken. So the question is, why are we not seeing that happening 
in our lives. Why are we not seeing that happening? So it means that something is wrong with our mindset. Something is wrong with our, our, our ideologies. It means that something is wrong with the church. Something is wrong with the church. Because when God said that there will be a deliverance, there will be deliverance for the Israelites in the land of Egypt, there came a deliverance. In fact, he handpicked Moses and used him as the deliverer. It happened. So when God said that, uh, what again? There will be deliverance out of the hands of the Babylonians. It happened. Every prophecy in the Bible, we've seen some happening. So why is this not happening concerning the church? It means that we have not positioned ourselves well. We are not doing something right. Hallelujah. And it is high time. We check ourselves. It is high time. We go back to the drawing board and ask questions. Ask God questions. And I'm going to give us some keys to kingdom relevance. Or some keys to relevance. The first key is to be born again. The first key to be born again is so if you are here and you are not born again, please. You can't taste these things that I'm talking about. I'm not saying it. Let's go to John 3. John 3. He says that there was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. The same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know, we know that thou art a teacher come from God. For no man can do these miracles that thou doest, except God be with him. Three, and Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. So you can't even see the kingdom of God, not to talk of tasting what is in that kingdom, or not to talk of partaking in the things in the kingdom. So you can't even see the kingdom unless you are born again. So, sweetheart, beloved, if you are here and you are not born again, forget about being relevant. Maybe you might define what is going on in Shatawali's life and the Stone Boys as relevance, but it's so temporal. So, so, so temporal. Within a twinkle of an eye, it can end. But I'm talking about relevance which permeates, transcends to generations. So generations will come and do you are dead, but yet you speak. Your books are speaking like Smith Wigglesworth. Your books are speaking like Kenneth Hagan. So they pick your book and, and through your book, someone will have an encounter and that, that's, that book will be the turnaround for, for that person. Though you are dead. Look at Mouse Moreau. It was recently I realized that Mouse Moreau is dead. I thought he was alive. I thought he was alive. His books are transforming and changing lives all over. So you see, this is the relevance I'm talking about. I'm not talking about the types and shadows. 
I'm not talking about that. The one that when you die, then it's, where is Ebony? Where is Ebony? We are not even listening to the songs again. She's dead and gone. But when I, when, I, when I ask for Kenneth Hagan, you will tell me where Kenneth Hagan is. When I ask for Apostle Paul, when I ask for Tertullian, Tertullian, a man, one man who stood and defended the doctrine of Christ, defended the personality of Christ. One man. And now we are enjoying Christianity and we've taken it for granted. Meanwhile, these people, they shed their blood and tears for what we are now enjoying and taking it for granted. Tertullian. One man just stood. One man. Polycarp. Perpetual felicitas. They were women. They were not men. They were women. But they turned their world upside down in their days. They were relevant. Until now we make reference to them. So this is the relevance I am talking about. And for you to taste or for you to walk in this dimension I'm talking about, you have to be born again. You have to be born again. You have to surrender yourself. Receive the life of Christ. When that happens, you are empowered. It says, if the spirit of him who raised Christ from death dwells in you, that same spirit that raised Jesus from death is able to quicken your mortal bodies. So it's able to quicken your mind. So now when you sit by your books, you are able to read and comprehend. So now when you sit by any book at all, you don't read it as you are reading graphic. Sometimes you sit by, you don't see anything. You don't see anything. But it says that that spirit, when you receive the life of Christ, that spirit comes to dwell in you. It quickens your mortal body. It quickens your brain. It quickens your mortal body. It quickens every part of your body. So now you are able to live above sin. You are not under the bondage of sin. You are no longer entangled with the pleasures of life. So when you go to Romans 7, you see a picture of a man struggling with sin. You see a picture of a man suffering with addiction. You see a picture of a man, a man who wants to do good. And whenever he wants to do good, sin is right there with him. So the good that he wants to do, he is not able to do. But the bad that he wants to abstain from, or the bad thing that he doesn't want to do, that is the thing that he, he that is what he does. But when you come to the chapter 8, the chapter 8 of Romans, the Lord says something or the Bible says something that, therefore now, there is no condemnation for they that are in Christ Jesus. They will no longer live after the flesh, but after the spirit. For the law of the spirit of life has delivered us, has set us free, has liberated us from the law of sin and of death. So when you become born again, the life of Christ is imparted to your spirit and you are now able to live a life above sin. You are now able to live a life above mediocre. So now we, don't, we no longer talk about excellence in the church. When you talk about excellence in the church, you say we are when you talk about excellence, who are you to talk about excellence in the church? So we think that as believers, ours is to suffer, ours to, is to wear big trousers and big suits, oversized suits. We, 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 we come to church 
And that is what we expect. So when we come to church and we see a lot of beautiful things in the church, when we are going to meet men of God or, or, or welcome men of God and, and we do it in an excellent way, we complain. Why is the church spending this amount of money? Hallelujah. I believe I'm, I'm, I'm communicating. So you have to be born again. You have to be born again if you are here and you are under the sound of my voice. If you are in the hostel and you are under the, you, you are under the sound of my voice and you have not given yourself to Christ. You have not surrendered, received the life of Christ. Then now is the time. He says this is the day of salvation. Because a day is coming. A day is coming that you will be looking for salvation but it will be nowhere to be found. Now, this is the day of salvation. Give yourself to Christ. Let Christ have his way in your heart, in your mind, and in your body. Maybe you've given yourself to Christ. Yes, so when we call you, come down, when we call you and you are walking down the aisle and the, the, the preacher man or the pastor tells you to lift up your hand and say some things after him and you say some things after him, we think that we are just reciting words or we think that it's just a national anthem or a national pledge. Some, we don't take it serious, but it's, the Bible says that on that day, angels rejoice over your repentance or that activity. So maybe you are here, you don't even understand what salvation is. Oh, thank you. You don't even understand what it is. So you are living your life anyhow. So you are lukewarm. You are hot here. And you are cold here. That is the way you are living your life. Jesus is calling you. He wants you to give Surrender everything to him. Come to me, all you who labor in a heavy laden, and I will give you rest. You see, you can't find rest in the cooks. You can't find rest in the wits. You can't find rest in these things, in football. No, you can't find rest. It will entertain you for a moment. You leave the place, you go back to your room, and you re realize that, ah, I was just entertained. But when you come, when you come into Christ, when you come into Christ, and woe and curse be to, unto me, if what I am telling you, I am lying, because I am an embodiment of the grace of the Lord. When I came into Christ and I compare my life now to the life that I was living, I see a vast difference. Now come in and wine. Say, I'll be holding microphone and speaking to people. Come in the wine. President of AGC. The life we are living. We're despised by our families. So when they are taking this, now they, they, are, they are taking decision. They will call us and ask us when we will vacate. They will tell them that we can't make it to, we can't come to home. Uh, <laughs> we can't come home. Because of this, this, that, we have to go for retreat and other stuffs. Okay. This is the life that Christ has given me when I surrendered everything to him. I'm relevant in my family. 
Not only in my family, but I'm relevant in KNUST. People outside AGCM, they come to you and they seek counsel. Ah, that brother Eben, this is what I want to do. I want to enter into a relationship. What should I do? What should I do? And I'll tell them what they should do. <laughs> yes. Tell them what they should do. Eh? The first question, I know that by all means, because the friends that I work with, my company, they are God-fearing. So by all means, they will also look for a woman who is God-fearing. Or a guy who is God-fearing. So the, the, the first question I'll ask you, now, dream with You see? And, and this is to you. Please, if you're a guy here and you are going, you want to go out, look for someone or buy an dream we are Eh? If you're a lady and you are here and you want to go out, look for a guy. Guy, bear man, I dream You don't just, just go out. No. Mm. You don't just go out. I believe I'm communicating. Yes. <laughs> so you have to be born again surrender your, your life to Christ according as his divine power has he given us all things pertaining to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who has called us to glory and virtue 2 Peter 1 verse 3 he has given us everything pertaining to life and godliness Everything pertaining to life and godliness. Let me jump to the second key. The second key, you have to have a heart for kingdom come. You have to have a heart for his kingdom. So you, you, you see in the life of Jesus Christ, a man who had a heart for kingdom. He says, our father who art in heaven, the Lord be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Not us. The moment we start the prayers, Lord, I need PS5. Lord, I need, I need, I need this, I need that. Lord, this is how I want my wedding to be. That is how we start the prayers. But look at the man, Jesus. He says, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. As it is in heaven. As it is in heaven. The man was kingdom minded. So no wonder he was relevant. Even at the age of 12, he was relevant. No wonder. No wonder. No wonder that till now we mention the name Jesus and something happens. We mention the name Jesus and everything in heaven on earth and under the earth. Three realms. Three realms obey or bow to the name of Jesus. Not only the heavens. Not only the earth, but also under the earth. They bow to that name. The man is so relevant. So, so relevant. Look at the man Paul. He had the heart for kingdom. Passion for kingdom. So the Holy Spirit will come to Paul and tell Paul, Paul, this is what is going to happen to you when you go there. Prophecies will come that Paul, they will take your belt and they will tie your hands with your own belt. Throw you into the prison or the jail. But Paul was still what? Go. Paul was still go. He knew everything that, that was before him. And, and when you come to the Acts, when you come to Acts 20, that place, 
I enjoyed it so much when I was reading. The man was ready to be bounded. The man was ready to die. The man was ready to be poured out as a drink offering for our Savior Christ Jesus. The man, in fact, the man was ready, was ready to be made a public spectacle for Jesus' sake. No wonder he is relevant. No wonder he is relevant. Even in our generation and the generation to come. No wonder that he was able to raise a lot of giants in the kingdom. The man was so, so ready. Was so, so ready. Was so, so ready. So because he was a, 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 a Roman, they couldn't crucify him. So they had to behead him. And he gladly, gladly died. Such a death. Look at Peter. Peter gladly died for Christ. He told them that I'm, I'm unfit. I can't die like the way Christ died. So when you want to crucify me, turn me upside down. So that I die for Christ. A man came called Justin Mattia. It was said of this man. It was said of this man that this man in his time, in his days, Mattiadon became the norm of the day. So everyone wanted to die for Christ. Wanted to die for Christ. Named him Justin Mattia. Hallelujah. These people, they had, they had a heart for kingdom. And if you want to be relevant, you have to have a heart for kingdom. Kingdom advancement. So anything that will promote God's kingdom, your heart is with that thing. So when they call for money, you are not murmuring. When they call for, for, for your body, come and work, you are not murmuring. You are in every department of the church. Hey, you can't be, you're a student, you can't be in every department. <laughs> yeah, but at least one department what came for the Lord? Oh, come. We have midweek. Let's arrange chairs, canopies. You are there even before time. It's quite sad. It's quite sad. When you come to tech, we have this shuttle. <laughs> shuttle service at tech. And it's quite sad the way you see people rushing. Rushing to enter. The, the, they can even punch you. Every Monday, my roommates will come to the room and I'll ask my roommates, ah, so today what happened? Uh, and he will tell me, you see, they, like, they are so, so full of energy when it comes to entering the shuttle just to have a seat to sit on. But when it comes to the work of God, the things of God, they will tell you that I have project meeting. They will tell you that I have this and this and that. I have to go to the market. The third key is understand. Have understanding. Understanding of who you are. Have understanding of, of, of the word relevance. So when you say relevance, you understand. Kingdom relevance. You understand. You have understanding. So when you go to Psalm 82, you see an account over there. A discourse between God and man. Or let me put it this way, God and his sons. So God was telling them that he has made them gods. 
He has made them that way to save the poor from the wicked. He has made them that way to deliver the needy, the poor from the wicked, to feed the needy, to do this for creation. But when you come down there, he says that they know not, neither do they understand. And therefore, the foundations of the earth is out of course. Some of us, is because we know not and we do not understand the life that Christ has given us. So the foundations of the family is out of course. We don't know that power that is resident is in us. He says that our God is able to do immeasurably more than all we can ask or imagine according to his power. According to his power at work in us. But because we don't know, because we don't know, so we allow some things to, 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 to swallow our family. Age-long captivity. We just accept the norm, the status quo. Because we don't even know the power that is resident in us. We don't know the power that is, that is in us. Now, as, as a believer, when I stand on my feet, I stand on my feet and I make declarations as a believer according to that power that is in me. When I stand on my feet, I am able to turn things around in the family that as a believer, as I stand on my feet, I'm able to cause a change in the family. But we don't know. Neither do we understand. Therefore, the foundations of the family, the foundations of our academics, the foundations of our finances, out of course. So we don't know. We don't know. We don't know that the word of God says that my city through prosperity shall spread abroad. Because we don't know and we don't understand that. So we think as a believer, yours is poverty to live a poverty life. So you, that luxurious life, you are not part. And with that mentality, so when we see pastors in VW, uh, V8 and E, then we are complaining. Because that is the mentality we have. But no, God wants us to enjoy. You see, we have this soon and very soon. We are going to see the king. No more sorrow there. No more, no more this, this, this there. You see, we can live heaven on earth. Why would Jesus say, let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven? Why would Jesus say that? If we can't live, we can't live heaven on earth. We can live heaven on earth. So you don't believe in divine protection. You don't believe in divine health. You don't believe in divine whatsoever. You don't believe in it. Supernatural. You don't believe in it. And since you don't believe in it, you can't also walk in it. Our God is a very principled God. He will not throw away his, his pearls to, to, to swans. That's what the Bible is saying. I'm not saying it. No, he's not a waster. He doesn't waste resources. So it is based on your understanding. It is based on your convictions. Then the Lord will, will attend to you. So we have to have understanding. My time is up. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. The fourth key, the fourth key, the fourth key is to be intimate with your work with God. 
be intimate, intentional living. Intentionally. Like you are intimate with God. Your walk with God, there is that intimacy. Fellowship with him. The bond between you and God should be strong. You are ter- thoroughly acquainted to the ways of God. All you think about is how I can please my God. That's what you think about. It says Enoch walked with God and was not. The Bible couldn't tell where Enoch. It was the Bible was able to tell where Elijah went. But for Enoch, the Bible couldn't say anything. He walked with God and was not. And was not. The man Stephen attending to tables. So in our time, Lanka, or a pantry man. Hmm? Or a pantry man. He was attending to tables. <laughs> but that man was so full of power, was so full of faith, was so full of grace. Got to the point that when he was speaking to the people, his face shone like an angel. A pantry man. A pantry man. A pantry man whose walk with the Lord is intimate. Is intimate. A politician whose work with the Lord is intimate. A minister of state who is thoroughly acquainted with the ways of the Lord. Ah, just imagine how the country will be. Just imagine. Just imagine. Just imagine. Because as that minister of state walks with God intimately, the Lord will be teaching him love. The Lord will be teaching him compassion. The Lord will be teaching him faith. The Lord will be teaching him a lot of stuff. So the Lord will teach you that for you to rise, you don't have to offer bribe. The Lord will be teaching him that so he won't be practicing that. But that's not the case. That's not the case, but I know that out of this place, out of this place, great men and women will rise. Men and women who know their God. The Bible says that a generation come, a generation came who did not know Joseph. They didn't know Joseph. Neither did they know the God of Joseph. Didn't give regard to the God of Joseph. I know that such a generation won't rise from this place. But out of this place, people who know they are God. People who know they are God. And this is what the Bible says concerning people who know they are God. The knowing I'm talking about is not knowing, it's not awareness, it's not edo. I'm talking about actual knowledge, epignosis. You know your God. You know your God. You know your God. The knowing I'm talking about is as a man knows his wife. That's the knowing I'm talking about. That's the knowing I'm talking about. He says they shall be strong and they will do exploits. They will do exploit the political sector. We are doing exploits. When it comes to puppet ministry, we are doing exploits. We are doing exploits. In the time of the, of the generals, it was said that it came to a point that uh, the, the, the footballers, they were looking for footballers to come and play match, but they were nowhere to be found. 
They were nowhere to be found because they are going to church. They are going to the house of the Lord. They were glad when they said unto them, let us go into the house of the Lord. And we know that such a time, I believe strongly that such a time, such a time will also come in our generation. And we are looking for a Samojan and a Samojan is worshiping God, is rolling on the floor in church. We are looking for, did they are you? We are looking for um, what? Mercy or what? Uh, Cristiano Ronaldo. And he's in church worshiping God in tears. It is possible. It is possible. It's possible. We just have to rise and make it happen. Have an intimate relationship with God. Look at the man Paul. After all the feats that he accomplished, he was able to achieve in life. After all the miraculous acts that was that was wrought through his life. After all the, 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 the wisdom, after all the doctrines, Paul came to Philippians 3.10 and this is what he said. He said, I want to know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering being made conformable unto his death. When you read the Amplified, it says that he wants to be thoroughly, thoroughly acquainted with the ways of the Lord. Thoroughly, deeply, intimately acquainted with the, with the Lord. That's the state or the point that Paul came into after all the miraculous acts. Still the man yearned for the Lord. He wanted to know him more. He wanted to know him more. AGCM. AGCM. Keeping the main thing. It is possible. We can also walk in these dimensions. We can also walk in these realms. Where, where we love the Lord so much. We come to that point where David came. He says that one thing I desire. That I seek after. That all the days of my life on earth. I will dwell in the house of the Lord. Not just dwell in the house of the Lord. Church chatting. But dwell in the house of the Lord. Beholding the beauty of the Lord. And inquiring in his temple. And we will come to that point where David came to. Where he said that I am glad. I am happy to be a doorkeeper. A security man. A security man for the house of God. For the presence of God. And we come to that point where David came to. Where David came to where he said. That I said dear pants for water. So my soul pants for the Lord. So my soul pants for the Lord. So my soul pants for the Lord. We will come to that point. We will come to that point that we will esteem the word of the Lord above everything else. And Jesus waking up a great while in the day. He entered or went to the secret place. Went to the circulated place. And when he came out, he came out. He came out full of power. So when he came out, the disciples came to him and said that all men are looking for you. Do you know, do you know, do you know, do you know what it means for all men to look for you? So as a businessman, all men are looking for your business. Look at Coca-Cola. Look at Coca-Cola. When you go to a party or a wedding, a wedding which is not having Coca-Cola registered there, you will fight and complain. You come home and say, now wedding Ben cranny. And I say, outdoor in Ben cranny. Because they don't have Coca-Cola there. Their vision is that some years to come in every household, everyone will be holding a bottle of Coca-Cola. And they are achieving it. Coca-Cola is everywhere. Coca-Cola is everywhere. Hallelujah. Since all men are looking for you. All men are looking for you. All men, not some men. 
not some men, not your best spouse, your best friends. No, not, not that. Not Christians. But even the heathens, the Gentiles, those who are not in Christ, they are also looking for you. Ha! Ah, the man Billy Graham. The man Billy Graham, it is said of him that he will, he will, he will organize crusades and just utter call, utter call, not deliverance session, or just utter call, utter call, and the whole stadium, they will come in front to receive Christ. Relevance. 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 But it's quite sad that we are not handling the baton well. We are not handling the baton well. That's why we are not seeing the move of the Lord in our time. So it's like just some few people are holding the keys to the power of God. Just some few people are holding the keys to excellence. Just some few people. Hallelujah. My time is up. But what I want you I want to leave with you is that be intentional when it comes to your work with God. Be intentional when it comes to your work with God. Working with God has, has done a lot for me. My funny ideologies and philosophies concerning the things of the kingdom, spending time with him, spending time in his presence has eroded, has been eroded. Those funny ideologies and philosophies and now I have clinged onto something that is beneficial, something that is life. Hallelujah. I'm just going to run through the keys to sustain relevance. I'm done. Keys to sustain relevance. We had some generals who weren't able to sustain their relevance they weren't able to sustain it like alexander Dowie, the man was so relevant to even the government the whole chicago was for the man so he even had a city in chicago but it came to a point that he lost that relevance he wasn't able to sustain it the man william braham ah powerful healing a powerful healer who is also a powerful prophet. By a time came that he lost relevance. He lost relevance. He couldn't sustain. He couldn't sustain it. The man, Ivan Roberts, Ivan Roberts, the world revivalist, he couldn't take good care of himself. So because of that, he couldn't sustain relevance. The first key is build capacity. Hmm? Build capacity. The fact that you are anointed doesn't mean that you should just go and sleep and sleep and sleep. Build upon that anointing. Use the grace of God. Take advantage of the grace of God. Labor with the grace. That is what I mean. Labor with the grace. Labor with the anointing. Build capacity. Build capacity in prayer. Build capacity in the word of God. Build capacity in leadership. Because of poor leadership. The economic system is about crumpling down. We don't have good leaders. In the church and outside the church. Build capacity in leadership. Steady. Intentional steady. About leadership. 
So you, 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 you get to the point where you know that leadership is not about position. Leadership is not about occupying a position. It's not about uh, having power or privileges conferred to you, but it's about responsibility. Leadership is about influence. You get to that point where you know that it's not about your position, but it's about influence. The lives that you touch. So you build capacity. You build. You build on your skills. Build on your skills. The Lord has given a lot of us talents and skills. But we are refusing to build on it. I came across um, one, some information on the internet about, Lillian, uh, about mercy. It is said about mercy that the man is so excellent and so dynamic and splendiferous when it comes to playing football. So they, 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 they are not able to get a word to describe the way he plays his fo- the, the way he plays football. So they, they have to coin a word in the Spanish dictionary to describe the way he plays football. And that word is emissionati. It means that the perfect way to play football an unlimited ability to self-improve. The second definition is describes the best player of all time. The man has developed his skill. He has built on his skill. And they are looking for a way to describe the way he plays his football. He didn't get so they have to coin a way for him. And you come to that point that men will look for a word to describe you. But they won't get a word in the dictionary to describe you. So they have to find a word to describe you. They wanted to describe God as the provider. They didn't know which word to use. So they said Jehovah Jireh. Another time Jehovah El Shaddai. Jehovah Elohim. Yes. The last point is build relationships. Build relationships. I'm reading. It says relationships are costly investment. It will cost you your time, ego. It will cost you your time, energy, ego. Notwithstanding, build relationships. So, made reference, references to David and Jonathan, Duncan Williams and T.D. Jakes. William Braham and Gordon Lindsay. Peter and Tabitha selflessly invest and transform lives. Noble prizes come to men who do not take from life, but give to life. Men won't die for you because you are a man of God, but because you, because of your sacrifices of investment. Because of your sacrifices of investment. Build on relationship. I was telling someone that when you put faith aside, relationship is the, it, it comes next. Relationship is able to give you something that money cannot give you. Relationship is able to take you to places that money cannot take you. Relationship. I'm not talking about boyfriend, girlfriend. I'm talking about like building your network. To someone will say that my network, my networks. Build relationship. Don't take relationships for granted. Don't take it for granted and it will take you far. 
want us to bow down our heads and pray to Lord to pray to pray to the Lord that He will help us to be relevant. He will help us to be relevant. He will help us to be relevant. Let's pray.